right, guys. Uh, let me get this stuff. Let me get this uh, all figured out real quick. Fix my hair because this is kind of a mess. Uh, all right, I think we're good. All right, I got it pretty decent. All right, hang on. Uh, hang on one sec, guys. And... Uh, comments to be a part. Uh, it didn't work well. To be a part of the discussions. Uh, I get you the comments to be a part. Of, all right, so I just want to put that in the Instagram chat real quick. All right, guys. What's up, everybody? My name's Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC. I'm coming to you guys live Facebook and live Instagram. I'm going to bring all the all the great vibes I possibly can today. I'm just trying to fix a few things. What's up, babe? What's up, babe? What's up, babe? All right, so I got a lot of stuff that I want to go over today. I have two topics. The first uh, – let me get this up here. The first topic is going to be – and first topic is going to be creating a culture for yourself. Originally, I did this for uh, creating a culture for your business, but for this channel or this social media, uh, what's up, Fabian? So for this, you know, this topic, I changed it from business to being culture for yourself. The second topic is not is going to be don't take shit. I wanted to say shit in the comment or the the topic on the comment, but I figured Facebook is not going to allow me to do that. So I put BS. So it stands for bullshit <laughs> because I don't care. I don't really care about saying it. I, I just know Facebook is not going to allow me to put it up there. So I changed it uh, to BS on there. So those are going to be the two topics, creating a culture for yourself. And the second, the second topic is not, is don't take shit from basically other people. So I'm going to start this out by doing um, world ventures. We're going to go into the, you know, maybe give you a little bit of stuff that's happened. A lot of things have happened to me. Uh, throughout this whole week and then we'll go into the two topics we'll go into done deal investments and then we'll close the deal all right so let's start with world ventures so world ventures is a company that i'm doing right now which is giving giving people amazing discounts and you can travel anywhere across the world cruises hotels airfare uh car rentals anything you can think of that's related to travel they're going to discount it at, at a at a membership price so that's world ventures and the part that i'm talking about is uh dream um what is it uh dream damn i just had like a brain fart it's uh dream trips i don't know why i couldn't get that out it's dream trip so world ventures is the main company and then they have different branches where they give out the product so dream trips is one of the the branches they have other things they do like the smart credit cards which um i haven't i haven't really got into yet i'm right now i'm just doing the vacation stuff so, so uh, to, to keep going on that, if you want to travel more, you're interested in traveling, you're trying to do something where you can make money as you travel, then World Ventures is definitely the company that you want to get uh, invested in. And it's something that um, I'm going to create a presentation to go over more. It's just so much information with World Ventures that I can't physically just do it on here and, and give it to you guys. So... Uh, once I get that YouTube thing, which is probably what I'm working on after after this in the gym, um, I'll start sending that out to people and I'll start, you know, 
broadcasting that through my social media. So you guys can check that out and, and get hands on with that. So that's World Ventures. If you're interested, reach out to me. I'll, I'll do whatever I can to answer your questions. Now, uh, the updating part. So I was going to update you on a couple of things. Like um, I just opened up a business account with Wells Fargo for the Dundee Investments. I got away from the credit unions and I went to a, uh, a major bank where I figured it would be easier because I have a lot of personal accounts with Wells Fargo. Um, funny enough, the one lady that helped me there, Chelsea, um, said I looked like Mac Miller. I, I don't think I look like Mac Miller, but I just thought it was funny because uh, Mac Miller is one of my favorite rappers. So I thought that was really funny. It actually boosted my, uh, my self-esteem and energy. Not really self-esteem, but just like energy and good vibes. Uh, so yesterday I was, I was kind of, when I did the live stream, I wasn't in like the best mood. And that's actually a topic. Actually, let me write that down. It's actually a topic I wanted to go over with uh, was like some days you're not going to be 100% there. I don't know. A, uh, I don't know a DF. I don't know what DF stands for, to be honest with you. So you got to classify that. I don't know what the DF stands for. Uh, all right. So topic. Let me write this down real quick. So I'm going to forget after I do this hour live stream. Uh, polar. Uh, I think it's bipolar. All right, so I'll write that down. Give me that, and then... All right, so I just want to write that down because what's going to end up happening is I'm going to forget it after this whole live stream. So one of the one of the topics in here, which is the creating your own culture, came from this book, which is Expert Secrets by Russell Brunson. So he talks, he's talking more about business. I kind of thought about it um, as like a culture for just in general for yourself. So that's where I got the culture part from was from uh, Russell Brunson's uh, Expert Secrets, which is a great book. I haven't finished it. I think I'm like a quarter way through, but excellent book. And everyone that I've, I've talked to you about the book that's read it and there's exactly like everyone says the same thing. It's an amazing book. So uh, speaking of like, cause that's that was tied into Toastmasters. So Toastmasters all right, I don't know why it says the fuck, but you gotta, you gotta, I don't know why you're trying to say that, but gotta be a little bit more specific in the comments. But um, but anyways, the the point or the thing that I was trying to make was uh, I went to the bank and I got my self esteem today. I'm really energized right now, and I was you know making the business account. And yesterday I wasn't in like the best mood. Like a lot of things are happening. I just like, sometimes like I, I'm in that part where I'm getting out of my comfort zone and things are starting to hit me. So like, I'm, I'm trying to go straight and things are trying to smack me dead, dead, like dead in the face, just trying to punch me and they're trying and it's trying to stop me. And I like, I kind of knew going in, like that was going to happen. Like I know like th people are going to tell me things, people are going to be like, Oh, you shouldn't do that. Uh, little, little things are going to happen, but like, like things are hitting me at the same time. I'm trying to move forward and it, sometimes I don't have the best days. Like you're going to have that, which is, uh, it's going to be like a topic that I'm going to really discuss that I end up going through. And most people, you know, everyone's going to go through is, uh, I kind of call it like the buy. It's almost like a bipolar effect where like you might be fine and then something happens and now you're like, eh, you're like steady or you're starting to go down and you need something to boost you back up. So, um, well, I'll talk about that in probably like the next, probably Monday because Monday is going to be, uh, the next, next episode for the, the goals and goals and updates. So 
the two other things that I wanted to update you guys on was one of them was the biz, the business going the business kind of being called Mac Miller and um, just like just the vibes of going from like a credit union to a, like a, a a massive big bank was something that like was pretty cool and then um, it was just like it was just weird because like they ask a lot more different questions they're trying to like secure more assets and stuff like that and so it was a lot. It was a lot weirder going to like a, a big bank than it was to um, like a small credit union. Um, but yeah, so what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to tell you about the other two updates. I'm going to go into the two topics. So one of the one of the updates that I have is I went to Toastmasters yesterday and it was kind of, it's kind of a funny story. So I kind of wanted to talk about it. But what ended up happening is they, they did this game called Dirty Santa. So you bring in a gift. Everyone brings in wrapped gifts. And then you go and you get a gift. And you can either steal a gift from someone or go and take a chance and open up another gift. And then they did two rounds. The second round, you either keep your gift or you go and steal it. Now, the rule is if you steal the gift, uh, if you steal from that same person twice, so like if, uh, let's say, Joanne came and stole my gift and then Reese came and stole my gift, like, I'm locked. Like, the person that got stolen from twice is locked on whatever gift they have. So what ended up happening was um, there's this really cool fountain that I wanted, all right, like a, like a regular uh, fountain that goes on your desk or an office desk, and it's just like a, it's supposed to relax. Like, I, I wanted it because it was going to relax me. Like, I'm always kind of constantly going, and it was something that would have been, like, really nice to have just in my room and when I'm reading or – you know, I'm, I'm doing a lot of work on the computer. It was just, I'd look at it and it would just relax me. So it was really cool. And I wanted it. It was the only gift that was there. A lot of people brought in a lot of headphones. I didn't really want headphones. Like, you know, you can, it's an easy gift to go get for yourself. So I, don't, I, want, I was set on this fountain. So what happened was I ended up stealing the fountain in the first round and everyone overlooked the fountain. So then we went into the second round, and the second round's all about either keeping your gift or that's that's really when the stealing happens. And they do a raffle, so they're raffling everyone. And this the one lady had these like grill tongs and like like a grill set, and she was like, I don't grill, I don't want this. So she went over and it was her turn. She stole the fountain from me. And then what happened was this other girl stole the fountain from her. And then I was like fifth to last from the raffle to go in and either keep my gift or steal. And I ended up taking the fountain back and giving her the grill set. And then from there, I was like, all right, I'm safe. Like, I don't think anyone's going to take this now. So then what happened was this other little girl went and, and was uh, picked to go in, out of the raffle. And she went to go steal this other thing. And, and then, and then her, her dad was like, no, nah, like, don't take this, <clears throat> go get something else. We're going to take this home. So I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh shit. So of course, after he said that she came over and took the fountain <laughs> and I was like, and then, so what happened was I got stolen from twice and then I automatically got whatever gift she had. And she had this vase, which is this hand painted vase. All right, so she had this hand-painted vase, and I was pissed because I didn't, I didn't want this vase. All right, I have it. I mean, it's whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bitch about it. I mean, it's, it's. I don't, I don't go to Toastmasters to get gifts. I go to Toastmasters for public speaking and to enhance my motivational speaking. That's why I go to Toastmasters. But I was so pissed because I really wanted that fountain, and I ended up getting, I ended up having to get 
I ended up getting this fucking hand painted vase. So I was like, I was like, fuck. <laughs> but uh, it's, but it, it's all good. So I got this, I got that vase, and uh, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I'm, I think I'm just gonna give it to my grand, my grandma, because it's a big, it's a big vase. Um, but I, I just thought it was a funny story. It might enlighten people. If, if someone ha- if someone's having a bad day and they watch this, maybe that'll help help cheer them up. But um, so that's that. The second, the other cool thing that that actually happened to me is um, when I did my speech, which I still have to post on uh, IG story and like I'll do it on my personal uh, YouTube channel. But when I went and uh, did that speech, the one guy Daniel there is a motivational speaker. He wants to get more involved in motivational speaking, something that I really want to do. And he came up to me and said, Hey, like I, in your speech, I heard you're doing these live streams, which is what I'm doing right now. And he's like, if you want, we could do podcasts together. And he's like, we'll just do like motivational speaking. Like we'll do stuff that's going to amp people up. And I was like, yeah, all right. So I met with him that day and we're going to end up doing, um, in 2019, what's up, Nick, we're going to end up doing in 2019, um, a podcast there. I don't have a lot of information on that. But uh, when he gets back, I'm going to Washington, D.C. on the 27th. And I think he's – I don't know where he's going. He's going on another trip before that. So when we get back um, after New Year's on some – you know, right after New Year's, we're going to start a podcast. When I have more details, I'll update people on that. And that's going to that's gonna be – I don't think it's going to be linked into this. That's going to be probably a whole different thing from, like, these live streams. So um, when I get more information on that, I'll let you guys know. I, I don't know exactly what the title is going to be, what, what we're going to be mainly focused on. Uh, that'll be way more equipped. I think like I, if, if I'm doing that with him and I'm partnering with him on that, I definitely want to go hard. I want to do some like massive podcasting where like we have mics, we have like equipment, we come off like crispy clean. Um, but like, uh, it's probably going to be, that's probably going to be way more motivational. Cause like, I'm telling you like Daniel, when he does his speaks or speeches and he talks, that guy just lights up the room. Like that guy's amazing. So as soon as I got that opportunity, I'm like, hell yeah, man, let's go and do this podcast. Let's go. So I'll update you guys when that happens. That's, that's, that's an update that is coming soon. Um, I think that's, that's all like the major things. That was like one of the biggest ones that has happened that I'm just like, like, I can't wait. Click funnels. I, I talked to Felipe. We're still working on some stuff with that. Um, that's not live yet. But I got a lot of things that I'm working on that I'm just going to like push out. So we're working on World Ventures. I'm working on a whole separate YouTube channel for World Ventures. Or uh, yeah. World Ventures, by the way. And that's going to be um, – it's going to help you understand what World Ventures is as a company, what Dream Trips is, what you can actually get out of it, how to get points, how to, how to do everything. Because when, whenever someone explains this to someone else, no one explains it well at all they just explain like all right you sign up here you get points and you go on trips at a discounted price and you make commission by signing other people up that's all that's all that's all it's ever presented that's all i've ever had whenever someone's presented this to me and there's so much more that they do there's so much more that that they need to explain that no one does so i figured if i would just do a youtube channel personally for world ventures and i just describe everything to you guys you guys would have all the information you guys would want to sign up and, uh, you know, it maybe boost up my numbers a little bit too as well. And it'll, it'll help a lot of people like go on vacations. Cause a lot the biggest problem why people don't want to go on vacations, which is, um, um, for this DC trip, I'm spending a lot of money with my girlfriend to go just to DC for like a week. 
and uh, it's it you know it's a lot of money. And this is before like the world venture stuff. So we were paying like for everything at not a discounted price. Uh, so you know it it it's like an ama- it's it really is an amazing program or company in service. I guess it's more of a service, not really a product. It kind of is a product, but it's more of a service. But all right, so that's that's that. So now what we're going to do is we're going to do the two topics. So the first topic is creating your own culture. And this is something that uh, even I'm constantly working on because I don't have I don't have a foundational culture that I'm I'm doing, but it's something like what I'm doing is like it's something I'm taking things that are already built into my mind, what I do, how I act. And what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to strengthen them. And the hard part with creating like your own culture is you might have bad habits. So the the problem that you're going to have at first is just trying to figure out the bad habits and changing them into better habits for yourself and creating that cultural foundation for yourself, which is really hard. It's not an easy thing. It's not going to take you a day. not going to probably take you. It's going to take you like probably like years or even like months of just like trying to really figure out what you want in life, um, which is a great video I just watched today, which was with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan, I think it's Jordan Peterson, which some people might like, some people might not uh, like. He's kind he is a little bit political. He leans more to the right. Um, but his, his speeches are on point where it's talking about like a lot of people waste a lot of time. A lot of people don't know what they physically want out of life. And so they're just drifting. And, uh, there's this really great speech that I'm going to, I'm going to put as maybe tomorrow's motivational video that I was watching today. And, um, what was I going to say? I kind of lost my train of thought. So, yeah. So you got to try to make a culture for yourself and that's the hardest part. It really is because you got to really figure out exactly what you want, exactly how you want to get it and, and just creating a culture for yourself. And it's not, it's not an easy thing to really do because you're, you, you might still be trying to figure yourself out. I mean, of course you're, you know, maybe you'll figure something out. Like maybe you already have an idea of what path you want to go down and like the culture and the vibes that you want. But things are going to change as you get older. Things, you know, everything changes. Nothing stays the same. Like maybe today you, uh, maybe today you want more money, and then you know as you get older you start attaining more money, and you're like, all right, I really want a family now. Or um, maybe you go down a different direction to make money, or you know maybe you're working for a company and now you want to start a company. So ev- everything's different. The um, the the point that. Russell Runson was making for businesses was more related towards like, I'll do the business and then we like, cause I already kind of talked about the personal uh, part of the culture, but like I'll, I'll go into like what he was talking about with business. Uh, cause I am business oriented. I, I like to learn about business. I have a business. Um, and maybe this will help some people too. If like maybe someone comes across and they have a business or something, but what he was kind of saying in his book was, you got to think of massive companies like Coca-Cola, um, Apple, Microsoft, IBM, IBM, any, any major company that, um, that already has a culture where like you, you know what they are, you know what they stand for, you know what they represent. It's all affiliated, affiliated with a culture type base where 
you know, Coca-Cola is obviously a soda and their, their culture is like love and peace and uh, drink this soda and you'll feel better and like you'll, you'll just be a happier person. Um, Apple is kind of more like the tech, techie type vibe and it's more of like, all right, like this computer fits your needs and the way the computer is designed is going to be more towards your attitude and how you want to do stuff on the internet and, and what you need to get done with the, with the, the softwares and programs and, and how the computer looks is going to be put into, put into your vibe and, and what you want out of this computer, right? So it's, they're trying to build a culture. And, the, and that's what you have to kind of do for yourself. Because, like, when I was thinking about a business, I always think, like, you are a business. Like, that's something that I learned from Grant Cardone. Like, you are a business. If you don't think you're a business, then think about your social security number. You have a social security number for what reasons? So the government and the United States itself can keep track of you, and you pay them through your social security number. That's how they keep track how much taxes you're going to pay, how much money you're making, so it's the same thing with a business. Like a business has an, um, it's an EIN number, which is just like a social security, but for a business, it's a business number. And they do the same thing. Like everything's calculated through taxes and revenue and expenses. So um, that's, that's what you have to think like. So when people say like, I don't, I don't care about business. Like I'm not like, I don't like screw business. I'm not trying to get into it. Like I'm not trying to own my own business. You should still kind of know the concepts of certain things because you still fall under a business. Like you are a business, like you represent yourself and your stuff is obviously trying to make more money to intake. And so your, your concepts, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Like just people just don't think like that. But, um, so that's why I was trying to take it where he's talking about business culture. And I was trying to do like regular culture for like your, yourself. So for me, like my, my, uh, personal culture would be like, I want to be motivated I want to have massive goals to reach. So I'm always trying to achieve more than, than what I'm doing at, at this particular time. Uh, I want to surround myself with positive, influential people. Um, I never want to quit. I, um, I want people when they, when they see me and meet me to know like this guy's for real. Like this guy is transparent. This guy's not trying to lie to me. This guy is trying to do the right thing. This guy has his head on straight. The one thing that everyone's ever told me was like, you have your head straight. Like you, like you're, you have your mind in the right, the right sense. Like you're, you're guided and your thoughts are in the right place. That's one thing that everyone um, that's ever met me has really like talk, like talked to me about. Cause like, I ju I'm just transparent. Like if you're going to talk to me about business, I'll start talking to you about business. If you're trying to be, um, you know, you're trying to go down this field and like, I might know maybe a little bit about it. I'll start talking to you about it. Uh, but I, I, my goal is never to lie. Like I, I hate fucking lying. I think it's the worst when you lie. Cause then you have to start lying about other things and then it, it, you get caught up in lies and it just doesn't, it, it doesn't look good on yourself. It doesn't look good on anyone. It just looks like you're just trying to, to benefit yourself out of anything, which I mean, you, you're going to want to benefit yourself, but I just like transparency. Like I don't want to be like a, an evil person that's going to lie to everyone just to get something that I want. So, and most people like to do business with like transparent people. They don't like to do business with someone that's going to scam them and lie to them. So that's, that's something I always thought about in business. So I always oriented myself to business. So business with me was always that like that, but, um, 
But yeah, so that's why I did the cultural part. But that's my culture. I don't know what your culture is like. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about you unless like I personally know you. But that's what you want to try to do with your your personal culture is like you want to try to set up in your head like this is what I want. Take a piece of paper right now. Take a piece of paper and start writing. So start writing things that you want that like in 10 years from now, what do you want to, who, who do, if someone just met you like 10 years from now, what, what do you want them to know about you? And what do you want them to feel, feel like what you are in your own mind? So like, I it probably didn't really come out well. I was trying to figure out like words to, to kind of put together and, and do that. But you got to think like from 10 years from now, if someone met me, what do I want someone to know me for, right? Like, what do I want someone to physically know about me just by talking to me and, and interacting with me? What, what, like, what do I want them to think about in their head? And write that down on a piece of paper, all right? Now, most people are going to say, like, oh, like, I like writing on an app. If, if that's what you prefer, write in an app. I mean, I write on the, on the notepad all the time on the iPhone because, like, obviously I don't want to carry paper around all the time with me. Um, but I like writing things personally down just because like for some weird reason, I remember things more when I, when I physically write them down rather than type them. And the other thing too is like, I just, I'm a very visual person. I like to see things. I like to have more control. Sometimes when I'm on the, um, the iPhone, I don't have as much control. I don't have a stylus that I, I, you know, like notepad, you're very restricted on certain things. I can't just circle this and do that and, uh, whatnot. But, um, everyone's different. Everyone has different preferences, but, just start writing things down. Start writing things down that you want. Um, what's up, Lisa Joe? I don't know if you're still on here. Uh, but what's up, Edwin? But yeah, so start doing that. Start start creating a culture that you see yourself fitting in. Uh, let's see. I don't. Th I think that's basically everything I can talk about on the culture part. But all right, so the next topic is going to be don't. I, I put on here, don't take BS, but it's, it's, it's just because like, I don't want to put any, like if I put like bullshit on here or whatever, Facebook is just going to go crazy. So, and, and someone told me, I think it was one of the marketing departments or something told me, uh, if you put like negative, like if it's like negative, negative stuff on here, uh, Facebook does something where they dilute the content. I don't know, something with their formula, but so this one's, this one's hard. Cause like sometimes I, I fall, I fall victim myself to this. I don't think anyone's perfect on this one, but you can't, sometimes you have to be willing to go against the crowd and not take the bullshit that other people are going to try to put on you. So I, I, I feel like I do an okay or a pretty decent job about this, but sometimes I just don't have the energy to fight back, which is, um, that's probably an issue. <laughs> I should probably fix that. But the hardest part is like when someone disagrees with you and you're trying and you know, you're right. And you know, that other person's wrong, but like you just take the shit anyways and you just kind of bypass it's sometimes like I, I do go, I just like let them spew the shit and I try to, and I just mind my own, my own business and just kind of go the, the other way. Only for the fact that like, I just know like it's not going to, it's not going to work out that person. Like there's certain people that I run into where I'm just like, they're just going to keep going and keep going and keep going. And it's never going to end. It'll never end. Like that person's already made up their mind. Uh, there's, there's no physical way of changing anything. So like you, I sometimes I just go, like, I just like, okay, like you're right. And I just walk, I'm like, walk away, whatever. But 
a lot of the times I do like defend myself on different topics. I try to like get facts. I try to, you know, out, out do whatever the other person's doing. Um, but that's only if like the person's like, that's only if like I've, I've never met the person or I, um, I know them really well. Maybe I don't know them really well, but like, I think there's maybe a chance where they'll listen to me and then I'll do it. Most of the, like, I'd say probably 90% of the time I do that. Like maybe like the, the other 10%, I'm just like, like it's not, it's not worth it only for the fact that I know this person. Like I'll try it, but if someone come and they try to keep going back and forth, I'm just like, yeah, like who knows? <laughs> I'll just go the other way. But which I think I should change. The, the, the problem that I have is like, I don't want to waste time. So like if I know this person's going to keep going back and back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, I'm just like, it's like dead weight. It's, it's not even worth it because like they're not going to change. Uh, this, this happens sometimes with, um, so uh, I mean, my grand, my grandfather's pretty good with this, but, uh, grandfather sometimes isn't really good with it. And sometimes I'm just like, okay. But the cool thing with my grandfather is my grandfather will actually listen and then we'll have the debate or whatever. Uh, girlfriend sometimes like, like she'll listen, I'll listen. And then, uh, sometimes like, it's just because like her mind's made up on something. So it's almost impossible for like me to make a difference. Uh, same thing with like people that I work with sometimes. And just like some people might like, they'll listen to me, but like, they'll never ever agree with me on almost like anything political. So I'm like, all right, it's whatever. So there's just some people that you just know, like their minds are made up and like, there's nothing you can do. There is absolutely nothing. You could show them a thousand different things to prove your theory and they probably still wouldn't jump aboard on that you're right. So you're going to run into those people. The best advice I can give you on those people is just, you know, just just understand that you, you disagree on something and keep moving because you're going to waste a lot of time trying to change people. Like, that's the one thing I learned. You can't change people. Like, I, like sometimes I find myself trying to, like, help people, and then it's kind of like a drug addict or uh, someone that's on, like, it's almost like someone that's, you know, it's addicted to something that's really bad for them, but like they can only find out for themselves um, by just getting into trouble, just getting into trouble and then going, Oh shit. Like I, I fucked up and like, I have to do something else. That's the only way some of these people learn. And like, I, I like, honestly, like I can't help, like I can't, and you can't help people like that. So if you're someone like me that has like a different mindset than like, like most people, um, like we come across as arrogant and like, that's fine. Like, I don't, I, I'm not going to argue with you that I'm arrogant or whatever. Um, because like the reason I don't think I'm arrogant is the, is the point that I, if you prove to me that I'm wrong, like if I'm pretty sure on something, I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to my guns. But if you can show me or prove to me and I'm, and I'll listen to you, like I'm just going to shut you down. I'll listen to you and then I'll try to show you like, all right, well, what about this? And I'll question different elements. And if you can somehow prove to me that each element's right or that like what you're saying is way more accurate than what I'm saying, then, you know, Godspeed to you and, and we'll go, we'll go, you know, we'll go on your side and, and I'll agree with you and I'll, I'll do whatever uh, you want me to do. But um, most of the time, a lot of people are wrong on things. And it's mostly like bad information that's passed down to people where they're like, no, you should do this. And it's like, no, like you shouldn't do that. You should do this. And it's like, why do you think that? Oh, this person told me to go do that. And then you realize like that person was like a complete moron and didn't really know what he was doing. So 
you know, it's something, it's something that I'm sure a lot of people, uh, a lot of people probably have bad, bad issues with because uh, everyone's, everyone thinks differently. I mean, there's people that will think alike, uh, like alike, but they, you know, they're going to be different in a way. So let me think. So I think, I think that's basically, uh, well, it didn't really help you with the talk. The don't don't take bullshit. But hang on. Sometimes my mouth gets dry. So hang on. So, all right. So let me give you a couple more examples on this one because this one's kind of like I didn't really go full full depth. But sometimes you're gonna have to stand up for yourself. Maybe that's a better phrase. Sometimes you're gonna have to stand up for yourself. Someone's gonna throw a rock at you. Like I wouldn't just take getting hit by a rock. I would at least try to defend myself in some type of way, and and do, and not saying like kill them. I'm just saying like defend yourself. Like fight them off. It's like a bully. Think of a bully. If you're being bullied at school, are you gonna let that bully just keep beating the shit out of you and 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 teasing you and and calling you names and all that shit? If you if you keep cowarding in the corner, the bully is only going to get stronger, and the bully is just going to keep going because he knows you're going to keep taking it, taking it, taking it, taking it. But if you stand up for yourself to the bully, the bully is eventually going to be like, "Oh shit!" Like this kid's not playing, and the bully is going to go away. It's this, it's the same idea with like in life in general. Like sometimes you're going to have to not take the shit and or the bullshit, and you're going to have to fight back and and push back. And sometimes when you push back, and if you can push back hard enough. People, people will back off. People will be like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna mess with this kid. So you gotta, and that probably leads more into confidence too. You gotta be confident, and you gotta, you gotta fight back sometimes. Like I, I, I don't like violence. I don't like uh, fighting. I don't like any of that stuff. But sometimes you get into a position where you're gonna have to do something, and it's just, that's just life. You're gonna have to go and fight back. Um. Because no, because no one really else is going to do that. No one else is really going to fight your own battle. So you're going to have to not take the shit. You're going to have to somehow figure out on that moment of time to push back harder than the other force. Um, I can give you a couple examples in my personal life on this one because I've I've had a lot of this stuff. Uh, there was one time in elementary school where I, there was actually a bully that would bully me constantly every single day. All right. This is why I kind of talked about the bully concept. So his bully, his name was Alan. I don't know his last name. I don't care for his last name. But this this kid, Alan, would bully me in, in elementary school. And what ended up happening is one day I was like, I was like, I was like, I'm not taking this shit anymore. Like this kid hazes me, like does like just messes with me hardcore mentally, like would punch me sometimes, whatever. Like physical abuse, men, like massive mental abuse. Mental abuse sometimes is worse than physical abuse because they, a bully gets into your head. So I'm like, screw it. I'm like, I, I, like, I know he takes the path. I mean, I was a crossing guard at the time. But I was like, I know he takes the path and walks across the street. So I, so I told myself, I'm just going to walk fast, catch up to him, and just like sock him. Sock him right in the face. What ended up happening was I ended up getting across the street. And I, and I ended up like, <clears throat> I ended up calling his name. And, uh, I, I think what ended up happening was like, I, th I think he threw the first punch and I ended up like, I took karate or like Taekwondo. So I kind of like, I, my, my teacher like always did the, they got to deflect it and then bam. So like, 
I deflected it and punched him right in the face. And from that moment, he stopped. Like everything came to a halt. Like never bullied me again. Real and like went home crying. I like ran the other way and started crying. And like of course, like the the school tried to get involved or whatever. But like I was off technically off campus. So they couldn't do anything. So the the <laughs> the funny thing was through it. And like I'm not condoling that. Like I'm not saying like go and and punch people in the face or whatever. I'm just telling you an example from my own life, which you know I had I had to fight back. Um, I'm not trying to condone violence or whatever. I'm just trying to say, like, sometimes you have to be willing to take, like, to push through the shit and and try to, like, overcome something tragic. And, like, sometimes you just have to do something you don't want to do. It's just, it's just the way life is. There's, there's no getting around that. Go to any motivational speaker, they'll tell you the same thing. There's no way to get around the shit besides going through it and just trying to do the best you can of getting through it. Um, but so the kid never, ever did anything bad to me again. Um, and that's because he realized like, oh shit, like if I keep doing this, this kid's not going to take this shit anymore. And he's going to end up doing like, he's going to like beat on me and shit. So that was one case. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's an, um, I've had other things happen to me, but I'm trying to think like with details, if like I can really give like good details. Um, there's been other cases where like, I've had like ex friends. I've had a lot of ex friends where like they backstabbed me, right? So I've had a lot of people, and like they, people might be able to relate to this one probably more than the bully one is like you really trust someone, you get really close to someone, and they backstab you. They just backstab, backstab you, backstab you. And I had this like multiple times with people, um, not because I couldn't judge the character. It was just because sometimes I'm too I'm too nice for my own good. So there's one kid. I'm not gonna give out his name. Um, only for the fact that like some people are probably going to still know him. The other thing too is like I, I everything was uh, you know right now like I wouldn't call him a I wouldn't call him a friend, but at the same time like we like kind of like mended shit and like everything's at peace. So I'm not trying to like reawaken other crap from like ten years ago or whatever. But I'm just trying to give you an example so you understand. But what ended up happening was friends with this kid maybe for five seven years. And every single time, like, something would happen, he would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. And then he would go to other other friends of mine and talk shit, talk shit, talk shit. And he would do the same thing to everyone else in the group. So we would all start telling each other the stories that this kid's telling us. And over and over and over, like, just get backstab, backstab, backstab. Well, eventually, of course, once you start getting hit with tons of shit, you start eventually just fucking pushing through it. So the – so – you start realizing like, all right, like I got to get out of here. So like something tragic, like really tragic happened. And like, I got involved. Um, like this whole, this whole like story that I don't want to go on like massive details because I don't want to bring, I don't know if he's going to see this. I don't know. Um, like who's going to hit this video. Like I'm friends with certain people that may be connected, but just like all this shit happened and ended up breaking, like dividing people people had to like pick sides and started dividing things. And, uh, I, I, like in that moment of time, I realized like sometimes you, you, you just got to fucking cut the dot. Like you just got to cut the cord, uh, and, and get rid of them. Almost like a bad relationship. Like sometimes like we go through like really bad breakups, you got to cut it. it. It's the, it's the same concept. Uh, just because like, you know, there's too much drama there to, re- to repair it. Uh, both people have to be on the same page, which most likely are not going to happen. And it's just something where, 
Uh, it's just something where, like, it – like, I could talk about it for hours, but the problem is, like, you got to realize it. And that's where it becomes tricky because sometimes you're caught in the crosshairs of things and you can't physically see everything. You don't want, like, other people to get upset. Um, just, like, stupid, stupid stuff that ends up happening. You can't get around it. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, but, yeah, so that one – that one's uh, – I think that, that that should actually be pretty good for the topic. Don't take bullshit. But um, I, I can't – like I have other things. I just don't want to get into like massive details of that stuff, only for the fact that like that one was more like I still kind of run into the same person once in a while. We kind of like – we like for me, like I don't really care. It happened like seven, seven plus maybe years ago, and I'm just kind of like at a point where I like – I just mended everything. Like I did a topic on here which was uh, forgive your past, like for just forgive everything of your past. And like, it just, it, it really does relieve you. Like I, I can't, I mean, like you can see, you can probably see it on the expressions and like how I'm, um, I'm talking about that topic, but it really does like, I'm a very Catholic person. I, I have a lot of faith, but what I, what I did was I'd go to church. Now uh, you're probably, I don't know if you're religious or not, but I'm just telling you what I did. Uh, not, not pushing religion on anyone, but the point that I was going to try to make was I just went to like church and I, and what you do at when you go to church is you receive the body of Christ and then you kneel and then you pray. But what I would do is I would pray for the people that betrayed me. And then I, and then I'd be like, all right, like, you know, even though this person did X, Y, and Z to me, I really hope that you would take this person into consideration and just make him a better human being. Like just give him everything that he wants and like, I hope that, I hope the person changes and does good in the world and just in general, like just becomes the best person in, in, in the world. Like a, a, an amazing individual. I hope like somehow he changes or, or she changes. And you know, like, I don't even care that they, they backstabbed me or betrayed me. I just hope that you, I mean, I'm talking to, to my guy at that point. Um, like I just, I forgive him. Like, I just hope that you take them under your wing and, and just, give them, you know, give them everything they want and, and give them a great life and hopefully they change. Right. And after, like I did that for a while, I started to like, just everything just like lifted and just left. Like, everything literally just lifted and left. And, and, you know, you can do that and not, and still not be religious. Like you don't have to be religious to do that. It just, it, it was just, a, it was an outlet for me to use to like help me just forgive and, and let go. Um, you could still do that on your own. Like you don't have to be religious to do that. You can just literally just be like, all right, like maybe take a couple minutes of like the end of the day and just be like, all right, you know, uh, and then just think to yourself and just be like, all right, like I understand this person betrayed me, but like, you know, it's over and done with, like they're not in my life anymore. I can move on. And I just have to start trying to forgive myself. Cause most of the time you actually like, you're pissed at yourself. It's really not even the other person. It's really yourself that you're pissed off at. That's what I realized a lot of this stuff was like, I was pissed off at myself because I'm like, how did I let this happen? How did I, how did this person do this to me? And like, I let it happen. And so you, the funny thing is you're really not, you're not, you're not pissed off at that person. You're pissed off at yourself. And that's the funniest part about the whole thing is like, I realized that after I, I, I started forgiving myself, I'm like, all right, it's not my fault. It wasn't my fault. Like shit happens, shit happens. And I let it go. And that's what it was. I forgive myself. Um, that, that was a cool, like, I actually felt that one pretty intimately. So anyone watching that, like you might, I hope you appreciate that one. Cause that one, that one's more like emotional for me than it probably was for you. But, uh, 
All right, so uh, let me think. All right, so all right, so those are done. So now what we're gonna do? We got through the two topics. Um, I hope I get to a point where people start commenting. Like my girlfriend always puts this stuff on here, but it's never like really direct stuff. I gotta I gotta hit her up after this and text her and be like, yo, like sir, start giving me real stuff to talk about. <laughs> and she put like, I think she was, I think she put the the da fuck. I don't know how she does that either. I don't know. Like, and, and it's funny too, cause like she hazes me for grammar I'm like really freaking bad with grammar. And she hammers me on it. Cause like, she's so like, she's, she's so like, she's a very, very talented writer. And she gets me on like all my grammar, like structure, like sentence structures and like all the grammar stuff. And like, it's funny because like she writes this stuff and then it's like, gotcha. <laughs> You're supposed to be teaching me. But um, I gotta hit her up after this and tell her like, yeah, start writing some like straight straight sentences for me to answer. But um, so what I'm gonna do now is we're gonna talk about Dundee Investments, and then uh, um, I think then I'm, then we're basically done. So for anyone that doesn't know, my name's Tyler Dunn. I own a company, Dundee Investments LLC. Slogan is where the deal is already done. So. What I'll do is I'll explain what that company is, what, uh, how it works, how it can help you and help the community and help people around you. And then um, maybe I'll go into a little bit of like updates that I've had with the company, like little tweaks and, and changes. And then I'll, I'll tell you why like the slogan is the way it is. So how my business works is it's matching a distressed seller, someone that needs to financially get back on their feet and get out of the situation, but they don't have another resource. That's where Dundee Investments is designed to do is to help that, that distressed seller. What we do is we get an investor that wants to uh, flip housing or do anything where they put their capital into a property, flip it, and make a profit. So all we're doing is we're taking the distressed seller, putting it under contract with an investor, and then the investor's taking over the property, and then the seller's getting paid in cash, and... Um, they're, they walk away scot-free from their financial difficulty with the property. Then they can go and take the cash and buy something else that, that's going to fit their budget they, that they can literally afford every single month. So probably, you know, go and get another mortgage and be able to finance it properly with a budget. So how this works is it's a three-step process. So I call it the three steps to financial freedom. People kind of hazed me on this one. They told me to change it. I like the three steps of financial freedom because that's what we're designed. That's what this company is designed to do is to get you financially free. So I like that concept. I think it's catchy. I'm sticking to it. Sticking to my guns on that one. So three step, uh, three steps to financial freedom. So first step, we have to come into contact and communication. So I prefer the phone. I prefer you call me at 954-857-6450. Uh, the phone's better. It'll go quicker. I can answer. I can give you the straightforward questions. You just give me straightforward answers, and then we're done. All right. So it's just all we're trying to do is I got to get in contact with you to to get an understanding of your financial situation that you're trying to get out of, and then you know like different questions on the property, just so I get an understanding of what's going on uh, before I come there. We can do text message. We can do email. You can email me at Done Deal Investments at outlook.com or you can go on social media. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I'm working on the YouTube page for Dundee Investments right as we speak. Um, and then the website's going to go live and then you can contact me through the website even. So I'm trying to give as much resources as that, that you, you know, that you'd be comfortable doing. Um, 
once I get all the information from you, then we're on to step two of the financial, uh, being financially free. So step two is we set up a time and appointments for me to personally come and meet you on your property. Um, you can ask me any questions. I know you're going to have a lot of questions. It's something that a lot of people don't really know how it works. <clears throat> um, so I know you're going to have a lot of questions. I can personally face to face with you, answer the questions that you have. Uh, then what's going to happen is I'm going to take five pictures inside the property, five pictures outside, and I'm going to bring a sheet with me and it's going to have, um, the reason I'm bringing this sheet is I'm going to have a checklist and it's going to be like, all right, you have one broken window, you have mold, we have to replace the roof. It's just to give me an estimate, like it's pre-quoted estimates on basically like, all right, a window is going to cost us 500 bucks. Um, the roof's going to cost us $1,400 to fix. Like, so just so it's like an estimate cost range. Uh, so I know what I'm working with. Uh, from there, what's going to happen is I'm going to go home and uh, answer any questions you have, obviously, when I'm there. But then I'm going to go home and I'm going to do, now we're on to step three. So now step three is going to be me going home, doing the research of the neighborhood. I'm going to try to find the three closest houses that represent your house in that neighborhood. And I'm going to run comps. So all that's doing is giving me an estimate price on what, what we're going to um, negotiate on. And from there, what's going to happen is then once we come to an agreement on the terms, the price, uh, we're going to go under contract. So then I, you know, I sign on my part, you sign on your part, then I go and find an investor and then investor signs on his part. And then uh, from there, it's, it's basically, it's done. The, the deal is basically done at that point. And all it's doing is the contract is just giving permission to the investor to pay you the, the capital that we discussed. And he's going to take over the property and he's going to invest his capital and he's going to try to flip it and make a profit. So how all three parties benefit is the seller, the person that's trying to get out of the financial situation, is going to go and get the cash, get out of the financial situation. So it works like pre-foreclosures, liens, job transfers where they got to get out quick. Uh, if you inherited a house, so like let's say someone passed away, one of your loved ones, and they put you in the will and you got the house and you, you don't want the second house. And most of the time when people inherit the house, it's normally from an older um, older person. It's not really like a young person like myself, like 23. It's normally like an older person that passed away, like 70s, 80s, 90s possibly. And what ends up happening is uh, they don't really take care of the house because like, you know, they're not, not, not in the best conditions. So like they don't really take care of the house properly. Um. So we, we take care of all that, by the way. Like, you don't even have to lift a finger to, like, if you want to leave stuff there, you can leave stuff there. Um, my company is designed to take care of all that. So we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of all that. Like, the dirtier, the better in, in my industry. Like, the more stuff that's wrong with the house, the better. Uh, it just, it, um, it's just more, you know, it, it, it just it works better. It's just a resource where it's going gonna, it's gonna to work better in that way. So, so that's that. So the seller's going to walk away with the cash. And the seller is going to then be able to go and find something that they can afford, take the cash and go invest it into something else. And the investor is going to come in and he's going to win because um, the investor is going to win. Obviously, he's putting his capital in. He's going to flip it, make a profit, and he's going to walk away with cash in his pocket for his business. Now, done deal investments myself is going to profit because now the investor is going to pay me a finder's fee for putting the, the contract and the deal together. And I'm going to get paid from the investor. So... The cool thing too is like the seller, you don't even have to worry about paying me. Like I'm going to do all the work and like I'm going to get paid from the investor. So like the cool part is like it's not, I'm not a real estate agent. I'm not a realtor. Like you're not paying me commission. The investor is going to pay me the commission part. So that's the cool part too. Like you don't have to worry about paying me. You don't have to worry about doing anything. I'll just 
put the deal together, give it to the investor, and then it's done. So that's also where the slogan came in because my last name is Dunn, D-U-N-N, and that's what the company is, Dunn, D-U-N-N, Deal Investments, LLC. And I wanted a catchy slogan because every, every great brand has a good slogan. So I thought about where the deal is already done because it is where it's done. Like I'm creating the deal and like you're not lifting a finger and I'm creating the deal and it's done and then I'm passing it over. So I just thought it was a cool slogan and it kind of like just bam, meshed in. So we're going to do, uh, so that's, that's what Dundee Investments is designed to do. Now, what I really want to get with Dundee Investments is start adding different features. So I really want to, because I can help you get out of the financial situation. I don't have resources and like the licenses to go and inspect a home. I don't have licenses to go and find you another home and sell it to you. Um, that's in your budget. So the, the whole thing that's going to happen is I can get you out of it, but then you're going to have to go and find like three other people to maybe do what you need. So you're going to have to go find a real estate agent. You're going to have to go and find someone to inspect your home. You're going to have to, you know what I mean? You got to go to five different, maybe like three or five different other people to now fix, fix your problem um, even further. So I figured what I could do is start getting licensed in some of this stuff. I can go and do some online courses and I can start adding these features on to the, the done deal investments LLC because it's an LLC. So all you do is just add things on. It's just, it's just a limited liability company. So that's the cool part about it. So I, I was thinking to myself, all I have to do is just go and get educated on this stuff and then get licensed, obviously pay the state or whatever, you know, whoever I have to pay to get licensed probably through the state. And, um, I can just keep at, you don't have to go and find three other different people. It's just right there. You just contact maybe a small department on our end. And we just go, all right, like, uh, John needs, you know, needs to go find another home. Here's one of our real estate agents. Like here's Jen, John, here's Jen, go with John or with Jen, I mean, and go in and tell him what you need or tell her what you need. And then we'll go and find you the house. And then, you know, we'll go through another company on our end and we'll just, you know, get your home inspected and make sure that it's good. You know, you're not going in, you're going to go and buy this home for, let's say a hundred and forty thousand bucks and you're mortgaging it, and bam, the first week you're in or the first month, like like you didn't know there was mold, right? So you didn't know there was mold there, so now the mold's coming up, and now it's going to cost you like five grand to take care of the mold, and then it was from a leaky roof, so now you got to go and fix the roof, which is like another like six grand, let's say, and so all these expenses add up, and that's why like, that's why people normally when they go and buy a home, they get it inspected because they want to make sure the asset is um, is protected. So I want to make sure like nothing, you know, secretly happens when they're in it. So that's what I was thinking about doing with Dundee Investments. Like that's the main goal. Like that's what I really envision Dundee Investments LLC to really be is to be something where it's giving more resources to homeowners. Like I just keep adding more resources. That's what, that's what I want to do. Now, let me think, uh, but that's, that's the, I talked about the slogan. Oh, some updates on Dundee Investments is my website's going to be live really soon. Um, it's going to be really soon. Like, they, they just sent me the drafts. I've been going over the drafts on it. I've seen it on mobile. I haven't seen it on desktop. Uh, mobile looks really well done. I gave them some input. They changed some stuff. So I'm hoping within, like, the next week it's live. I already have people that want to see the website uh, just because they're interested in the idea of what I'm talking about. So I'm going to send them that stuff. And then uh, from there, 
you know, I, I don't, you know, I'm working on marketing stuff. So if anyone knows anyone that's doing like print, I really need to find someone that's uh, working with like print where they can uh, make me some shirts, hats. I really want to start wearing some merchandise and maybe selling some merchandise on the side if, if people want to buy that. And so that way I can get some more revenue flowing in and I can use that towards different things with uh, done deal investments and just maybe work on like advertising. Like I, I got to work on advertising. The big key is advertising on this because um, there's so many people that are doing uh, wholesale real estate that I have to somehow try to stand out over all these people. So that's why I'm really trying to go deep in with the LLC. I'm trying to go deep with, with certain, um, certain aspects is because like there's a lot of wholesalers out there, but there's no one trying to do what I'm trying to do with it. There's no one trying to go to an extreme. Most people that do wholesale real estate are people that are doing a part-time side gig. So someone that's just, you know, maybe working another full-time job and they're trying to, they're trying to, they're trying to do the contracting uh, as a part-time gig to make extra income. That's normally what wholesale real estate people do. So I'm trying to change it where I'm adding on a bunch of different things and it's just going to help a lot more people rather than just getting out of the financial situation. Um, I think that's everything. So that's done deal investments, LLC. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to update. Uh, I opened up a business bank account with Wells Fargo, which will give me a lot more resources and it's, uh, it'll help me on the long run. Cause they do a lot. They'll, they'll, they'll work with me a lot more than I think with what I'm doing. I'm working with like large transactions. Um, I was talking to the, the bank teller over there, uh, Chelsea. And she, you know, we were talking about how like, cause you have limits to what you can do with a small business. So I'm considered a small business right now because obviously, um, I just started, and um, I don't have like a, a lot of capital. Like I'm not corporate. I'm not anything. So um, we were talking about like why, like wiring and stuff like that. Cause like I'm have to probably use transactional agencies and stuff like that. So it's probably gonna be like more like wired, um, wired transactions. Cause like I'm gonna have to go to like this agency, probably go to like this agency, get money, give it to this person and then I got two minutes left on Instagram. So, um, you know, wire it into this account and then give it to the seller and then go through the investor, you know, put it in my account and then wire it back to the transactional agency. So it's, it's wiring money back and forth in a way. So most likely I'm using checks, not really debit cards. Cause it's not really purchase stuff. It's more of like, you know, large sums of cash. Um, so that's that. Uh, what else are we talking about here? I think that's basically it. I don't, I don't really have anything else. Um, I hope this was a productive one for you. Uh, I, I think I gave, I'm pretty sure I did. I, you know, I gave pretty good information. I'm pretty sure. Um, but if you guys have any topics, I mean, I want to try to be as engaging as I possibly can on these. I really, you know, a lot of, you know, I'm getting a lot more people that join them. I just want a little bit more engagement. So if you guys have like any, any advice, any topics you want me to talk about, uh, if you guys join, try to comment, try to leave me things to go on. I, I just try to engage with more people. And like, that's why I'm doing the live streams. It's really to engage with a lot more people. And I want to try to just meet more people and, and just engage. It's really why I'm doing the live streams. Uh, it's trust me. It's not, it's not really for, it's more for, it is for branding, but at the same time, I'm trying to really engage with people. I'm trying to meet more people and get myself out there. So I'm not really doing it from like my health or anything, by the way. <laughs> but 
All right, guys. So this is going to be the end. So again, my name is Tyler Dunn with Dunn Deal Investments, LLC, where the deal is already done. I'll see you guys Monday at 630 sharp and have a great rest of your Wednesday and reach out. Peace.